This is good, by the way. This is really good. All right. I get so... <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> Why? Because uh, I made it in... Gar- it's like just loops. Yeah. I found it from the GarageBand library. Oh, okay. So it's just stock music. <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, that's pretty cool. Did you sit there with a... No. Or did you hire <laughs> no, somebody? No, okay. No. I just stole it from Garage... Didn't steal it from GarageBand because it's there to use. Right. But it's just the basic oh, yeah. loops. I-, I changed the key mm-hmm. of that synth mm-hmm. right there. And uh, that's it. Gotcha. I changed the timing a little bit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just so I was like, I'll tweak it a little bit, just so it's not just straight up straight plagiarism, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, so yeah, I changed it a little bit, but it's so stupid. But I, like, I don't hate what it sounds like. Oh, it's still in my head. But that almost makes it worse to me the fact that it's just a stock Garage Band mm. loop, and I'm like, this is I kind of dig this. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me feel like a real cheese dick. Uh, anyways, welcome to the eavesdrop. Uh, I'm the host, Brett Battistain, and I have with me Cody Connolly, returning Yeah. for the third time, third or fourth time. Indeed, something like that, yeah. Cool. I've done 18 of these now. Have you? Yeah. I'm Sweet. just fucking trucking along. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, this is my favorite place to go and drink on a Wednesday. Hell yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe, and right now it's just you and I, so... We, this could be the most intimate it has ever been for mm. you and I, at least, because I feel like every time you're around, that's always the time when people are like, let's all show up. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, the one time there was like 20 of us. I don't even think that episode went out. It did not. Yeah. It was just a room full of people yelling at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talking over each other. And yes. Yelling at each other. But uh, yeah, you, t- you told me you just got back from Portland. Yeah, indeed. Um, and you alluded to a story that you had. Dude, it was just fucking crazy. I like, so I've only been to Portland a handful of times as an adult. This was the most like eye opening, like we're not in Boise anymore kind of thing. We're like, go there, having a good time with good people. Um, and one of the gentlemen I was with is like, hey, let's go party at my house. I got some party favors. And I'm thinking like, all right, I'm thinking like we're going to smoke some weed, drink some beer, you know? Mm-hmm. Something pretty pretty basic and cool. We get there, and he pulls out this dab rig, and I'm like, all right, I, I've never even done dab oh, right? yeah. yet. <laughs> and uh, I'm lame, whatever. I like joints. But he pulls out a dab rig, and he's like, dude, we're going to smoke some DMT. Oh. And I'm just like, I'm cool, dude. I'm good. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, but then I was like, I was thinking about it, but I was, I was like, let me just have this beer and chill for a minute. And he's like, persistent dude just like no you gotta smoke some dmt i gotta take you to the other side of the dimension dude you gotta, <laughs> you gotta check out this me- like we're gonna pop our heads to the membrane and take a look at the god baby like <laughs> just like and he's so intense about it that now i'm like factoring i'm thinking of real quick like i don't want to do psychoactive drugs in a, in a state that i don't know where i'm at uh-huh. and b now that you've just been like belligerently like come on do it come on do it come on do it that's going to be a bad fucking trip, dude. Like, ah, so sure. I, I wussed out. I was like, uh-uh. Oh. But I watched, like, three other people come in and smoke, like, these dab hits of DMT. And then just, like, stare at the trees and, like, at these cats. And, like, <laughs> talked about how it all turned into, like, geometric shapes and shit. Sure. And then, like, ten minutes later, they're, like, back to normal. Dang. Like, it's just that quick, you know? Yeah, that's what I, I – that's the – one of the few things I know about DMT is that it's a relatively quick – trip you know it's not like you're just going to be on it for the rest of the night yeah and that's what i didn't like i was just like man i don't know i'm good on this shit so then he's like 
you want some PCP? <laughs> I was like, I don't want any drug with an acronym right now, dude. Like, <laughs> That's a good rule I'm, of thumb. I'm cool, dude. Like, no I was LSD, like, no PCP, no yeah. DMT. No, I was sitting there. I was chilling. I had my CBD soda, and I had my October <laughs> Oktoberfest beer, and I was just having a good time in the backyard, you know? Cool. I didn't need all this shit, but he kept asking but me. But CBD acronym. Oh, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> But so then he's like, all right, dude, how about just like, how about we do some blow and eat spaghetti? So <laughs> I was just like, all right, dude. So like, <laughs> chuck that shit up, you know? And like, that was the best fucking spaghetti I've ever had. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Turns out he's a fucking like Michelin star chef. Oh, really? Who just like, he's a, he's a, he does fucking oh, well, psychoactive drugs. all the drugs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, D- DMT is for sure on my list of drugs that I have not done, but if somebody put it in front of me, I would for sure do it. And that's the thing where I was like, I am turning down free fucking drugs that I'll probably never see again. Yeah. That's the thing is like, I just, I'm not 20 year old me would beat the shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'd for sure rather do DMT than Coke for sure. Oh, Coke's fun. It is. Especially when it's free. (laughs) Followed up with spaghetti. (laughs) I was like, this is this, this, this it's like the devil's parmesan, dude. Sure. You yeah, <laughs> I mean, I get that. I definitely get its appeal for sure, but it's not like, it's not. That's not what I'm going after when I do drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not the type of, uh, uh, yeah, like you know, like speed and coke and stuff like that. Stuff mm-hmm. that's just gonna get you like fucking revved up. Yeah. Uh, that's not that's not so much my jam, but like stuff like that's why I like weed so much. <coughs> Is that it's just so fucking chill, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so we get all fucking coked out and fucking bellies full of spaghetti and meatballs. And we go to this club called uh, Lovecraft's. And so it's, it's modeled like, after H.P. Lovecraft. Sure, that's, okay, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> Dude, awesome. Like, the decor is out of this world. Like, there's a stage with a giant, like, I don't know if it's resin or what, but it's this big light-up, like, photorealistic, quote-unquote, Cthulhu. Uh, as like the backdrop to the stage and then there's just all these photos of you know obviously lovecraft himself and all these other things going on so the decor is just awesome man and it was party night they were playing like moby's album play or whatever (laughs) like all these people are dancing having a good time so we end up me and my buddy end up hanging out uh the rest of the night with these three fucking uh with these hi sorry hola hi uh, hi riley aaron riley uh, sorry, Cody. Go ahead. You're good, dude. C- Cody's telling the story of his, uh, telling me the story of his trip to Portland. I very much like this news lady. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all hanging out at Lovecrafts, and we end up meeting these three, uh, like married lesbians. They all are married together. They're like this, like triforce of a marriage. Okay, so they're in like a, a polyamorous yeah. marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're also like straight up Antifa fucking warriors. Like they like mask up and go oh. beat up Nazis in the streets <laughs> when they show up. <laughs> and so we just ended up doing a bunch of blow with them and never going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. fucking crazy. I watched a homeless dude stab another homeless dude. Oh my god. Yeah, the cops got called. It was really like traumatic. That's I crazy. just sat there and ate there dude there was this pizza called the Pig Destroyer. Which nice. is an awesome band. Oh, hell yeah. But it's all, you know, por- it's like pork belly and fucking candied bacon and all this shit. So I was just having a good time, dude. Just watching the EFTs, like, 
roll in. <laughs> I'm just coked out eating fucking pizza. Like, Wait, how can you be coked out and eat pizza, though? I'd already eaten spaghetti. That's the thing. I'm a fucking... That's... You're an animal. I yeah. know, because when I did cocaine, I never ate. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a fat kid through and through. <laughs> Nothing's going to stop me from right. eating pizza. <laughs> nope. That's great. Um, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean... For, I, I mean, other than that guy getting stabbed, that sounds like a bummer. But uh, was that a pun? Uh, <laughs> not intentional. Okay. <laughs> but I w- now I wish it would have been intentional. You know? Yeah. Uh, I went to a pizzeria in I think Eugene mm-hmm. that had like all the like um, all their pizzas were named after like cool bands. <laughs> sure. Know? Uh, but I wish I could, I can't, now I can't remember any of the fucking pizzas. God damn it. Okay. No, Just a- edit them in later, dude. You'll remember <laughs> right. them the bill tonight. <laughs> oh, the pizza window in Portland at, oh, where's that place at? Anyway, it's downtown. <coughs> it's on Hawthorne. Uh, when I was still in college, I was in Portland because we'd go. Um, and I remember, I remember crossing the street and right around the area, I was like, I smell pot. <laughs> and so what did I do but found them <laughs> and then smoked their joint, which then I later on was like, that could have been laced with something else. That might not have been the best idea. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And you don't know where it's been. It could have right. been in some like dude's back know, pocket for the full exactly. day. Just like sitting yeah. in his like, crack sweat. Right. You know? <laughs> but what was God. great was that there was a bunch of cops on the other corner and I'm just smoking this joint. And this is before it was legalized. Oh. So I'm just watching these cops. I'm like, hmm, smoking this joint. Oh. Watching these cops. I felt very dangerous for like 2.2 <laughs> 2 seconds. So cool. Look at, look at me. What a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> were you like, oh, I smell bacon. As yeah. You, <laughs> as you were walking away. <laughs> I was like, that'll, that'll teach them. Mm-hmm. So, so rebellious. Yes. Uh, what were you doing in Portland? Were you just there there to see like a show or something? Yep. Yep. Just chilling, man. I saw a video that you posted of the guitar player that had oh, to yeah. play the set from outside. <gasps> oh Let me gosh, tell yeah. you about that. That was so cool. You saw that too? I did see the video. Yeah. So those boys, they're from Portland. Uh-huh. So that band, they're called Ancient Burials and they're like a, like a modern deathcore band, right? Mm-hmm. Well, their guitar player, Cameron, he is 19. Um, fucking virtuoso like awesome guitar player we actually uh booked them and they played at my brewery at edge brewing a couple months ago stayed at my house partied with them they're awesome guys cool um they're full metal brewer radio alum alum. sure (laughs) well yeah so they go to play uh hawthorne theater and they won't let cameron in to play because he's 19 or 20 perhaps but i think he's 19 they just straight like most venues will X out X the hands or, or right. just let you go on stage to perform and then go outside. Right. Yeah. Right. And they weren't having any of that shit. So uh, instead of just canceling their fucking set, which was what they were faced with, mm-hmm. the other band they were playing with, Paradigm Shift, gave them some wireless setups. And so Cameron goes outside <laughs> and the other guitar player, Mike, in solidarity, wireless is up too, and they just go on the fucking corner. Nice. And there's a win. It was really weird. Like there's a window, 
Yeah. Where <laughs> it's open so they can hear enough of themselves. And then yeah. Eldon, the drummer's right there. So they can kind of, you know, watch, keep time, whatever. But they're just straight on the corner fucking jamming, dude. Like people just started making, you know, uh, just started coming and, and ch- if you watch the video and you didn't know what was going on, it looks like a busking video. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the fucking fire department rolls by, they're all like, beep, beep. Like, yeah, boys. You know? <laughs> and uh, apparently that video has gone a little viral, man. It's on like, it got picked up by like Loudwire. Oh, Blue, really? Wow. Metal sucks. Uh, metal injection. Like a bunch of different, uh, you know, uh, press yeah have picked it up or whatever yeah, yeah dude so that's cool props to ancient burials yeah that's right. awesome i saw when i saw that video i was like yeah fuck yeah dude <laughs> 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 making lemonade man yeah. hell yeah yeah that's the best that's the yeah that's like the best thing i've ever heard for mm-hmm. sure <laughs> yeah uh how long were you there uh just two days oh right yeah on. it was quick uh i love I, I haven't driven to Portland in a long time, mm-hmm. but it's something I kind of miss from like my early twenties when, you know, like when I was finally like a grown up and on my own and stuff and I could <laughs> just like go to Portland whenever I wanted. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Cause it's not that far a drive. It's like what, like six hours. Seven. Or yeah. 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 Uh, so it was, but you get the hour back cause the time shift. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I have some fond memories going on road trips to Portland and I, I haven't gone on one in a while, and I, oh. I miss it. But it's yeah. such, like it's such a nice drive too. It's so pretty, and like there's nice scenery. And mm-hmm. there's one stretch that I do not like. Which is that? Which is when you go when you get off the mountains into Pendleton until you reach uh, the Dalles, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a straight, windy wasteland. Now, isn't that the area? <laughs> and I'm gonna. But sound... I get it. I get it. <laughs> is is that not the area where uh, I might sound a little ignorant here, but there's there's a muni- there's a military depot, like a munitions depot over there, where they there used to be during the Cold War. That's where a bunch of nuclear warheads and, and whatnot were stored. Yeah, and we almost had like the American Chernobyl over there, from what I understand, mm-hmm. that they had some sort of like a right. Do you know anything about that? I've just maybe, only heard about that. Maybe I th- I'm. It sounds familiar, but isn't there also something like that in Idaho too, on the way to like Pocatello? Mm. Oh, I don't know. There's the maybe, Air Force Base. Maybe, maybe I'm mixing those two up because they look so similar. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but I don't know. That t- that sounds vaguely familiar to yeah. me as well. Yeah. But since nothing ever happened, that's the kind right. of thing that they just kind of. Just kidding. <laughs> just, yeah. yeah. Everyone almost died. It's okay. Washing our hands of this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Fun fact, the television was invented in Idaho. Oh. I knew that. Yes, I did know that too. Very cool. Well, maybe the listeners did. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Oh, sorry, yeah. It's a fun fact. <laughs> it is. I just didn't want people to think I was a dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh so the one thing that I wanted to talk about is Taylor Swift. Let's talk about Taylor Swift. Because so I I've been a Taylor Swift fan for for a while <laughs> yeah. now. And I think it was around the time that the album Red came out mm. and the song uh the two the two like main singles from that were Never Getting Back Together yeah. and <laughs> Trouble. Yeah. Or I knew you were Trouble. Yeah. Both those songs I was like you know what? Fuck it. These are awesome songs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kind of just accepted yeah. it. I was like, okay, you know what? I can't deny the fact that Taylor Swift is great. <laughs> <You know? laughs> awesome songwriter. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, then, sure. so she just put out a new album called Lover. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and 
I was listening to it and it brought me black, <laughs> brought me back <laughs> <laughs> to when she, the first single from that album came out, the you need to calm down mm-hmm, single mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. And I remember that getting a lot of hate when it came out. Right. Why? Uh, well, she's so, <laughs> <laughs> because she, basically in the song, the first, like the, so the first verse is about, um, like online trolls and haters and <laughs> so do you think she's getting backlash from online trolls and haters well so <laughs> well and then the second verse is about uh the lgbtq uh community sure getting hate from people oh and so people were like she's basically equating <laughs> getting hate oh, on no. online oh. <laughs> to being <laughs> to, like, okay the persecution and discrimination <laughs> right. that gay people right yes. and queer people have so had she's for, a, for centuries she's equating her own persecution complex to the yes. the, the, yes. the plight of a people yes basically okay. but <laughs> she's also she's also gotten flack for like appropriation and for like cultural appropriation of like the black community. Yes. And oh really? He, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in the Shake It Off video, which is also a great song. Oh, uh, I love that song. There, <laughs> there was uh, like background dancers that were twerking. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so she got uh, like called out for cultural appropriation. That's considered part of a like. Yeah, I mean that's basic. Twerking is basically like part of the like originated in the black community right. for sure. Well, and then she also wasn't. I don't know what song it was, but or the hip hop community. Basically, she did a drum line exactly almost like Beyonce did at when she yeah. was at Coachella or something like that. And this was way later. And they're like, mm, people are like, when are you doing? Well, here's, here's so. At what point does it stop being cultural appropriation and just become like it's just part of like the cultural vernacular? Like it's just kind right. of well. Here is my point. This is this is the <laughs> thing that I want to talk about. Is that I think. It, I think it's true that it's not, for one, with You Need to Calm Down, I think it's for sure not <laughs> a great <laughs> uh, comparison. Right. It's not an, uh, an accurate comparison to like be like, you, online trolls need to calm down and, <laughs> and the people that are <laughs> discriminating against gay people and, you know, uh, they, they also need to calm down. <laughs> but, and it's true that that is a form of cultural appropriation but here's the thing is i think a lot of the hate that taylor swift gets is rooted in sexism and misogyny oh because i feel like there are tons of other artists (laughs) that are doing the exact same thing that are men right that are just not getting that kind of fucking heat are they half as big as her uh, the n- first one that comes to mind is Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, okay, I stand corrected. Yeah. Because he yeah. has forever basically just been doing R&B music as a white guy, yeah. and people are, like, bowing at the fucking altar. Oh you don't think Timberlake. he should be able to write music? No, I do. But that's the thing is, like, I think he should be able to make the music he wants for sure. But I but I think what he's I don't think what he's doing is necessarily any different than what Taylor Swift is doing. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like the like criticism that Taylor, like Taylor Swift gets or like Miley Cyrus gets because she's also been called out for the same thing. Mm -hmm. I, I think they're getting called out for it. And I think it's misogynistic because there's male artists, men artists Mm -hmm. that are doing the same thing that are not getting called out for it. Let's talk about Robin Thicke. 
Yeah. Well, that right guy's there. just a fucking piece yeah. of trash. <laughs> but he, I mean, yeah. Uh, he, well, he had Miley. He did something with Miley, right? Yeah, like, they like humped each other yeah. at the VMAs or something. <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> I think she still, like pretty much blew him on stage. Right, <laughs> right. But I mean, I heard rarely anything about him in that performance, but you heard all about what Miley Cyrus was doing. Yeah, for sure. And so it's like, well, wasn't he also in there? Because they were also upset because she was twerking. Yeah. In that perform, yeah, I'm basically, but didn't basically that... softcore porn too. But wasn't the wasn't his side of the coin from that the the fallout of that performance, the more um, critical look of his lyrics and them being about like rape, for blurred lines. <laughs> yeah, but then he also stole <laughs> stole some music too. I don't, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I don't know if that was like a direct. There was no like correlation. There wasn't a causal. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Right. I mean, to, it's to a very rapey he, song. Yes. You are, you are yeah. in fact correct. I do remember him being called out for the fact that, that song is super, super gross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just straight up gross. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but even I feel like, I feel like w- female artists will get called out for a lot of shit that male artists were, won't just won't get called out for. Right. And mm. I feel like accusing. Like people like Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus of cultural appropriation is right. kind of weird because cultural appropriation has been happening since the start of music. Like well, the, yeah. sure. the Beatles just stole music from right. black blues artists right. and just kind of repackaged it and retooled it. Right. And all of a sudden the Beatles are the biggest fucking band ever. Well, and same with time Elvis. and place. Yeah, same with Elvis. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, but that that's time, place, and marketing. Right, but you know I mean? I'm just saying they don't get called out for it. Agreed, but I Until also think now. that my take on this is so somebody like Miley Cyrus, I don't see her as a like a quote unquote America's sweetheart, like wholesome kind of a uh, public figure. Whereas I think that JT absolutely is viewed in this very um, just again to use the same term, like American sweetheart, like just. Everybody could loves do no it. wrong. Yeah, exactly. There's this there's this pedestal, which I mean, mm-hmm. myself, I don't enjoy her music. I fucking love his catalog. Yeah. You know? And Justin so, Timberlake? Yeah. Absolutely. But you don't like Miley Cyrus? I don't care for it. Musically. I, I like a couple of her songs, but the new stuff I'm like Meh. I thought I thought Wrecking Ball was a really good <laughs> <So> song. Good. <laughs> Beyond that, I've never heard anything where it actually made me like stop and listen. But JT, I've heard a lot of shit where I'm just yeah. like, God damn, that is awesome. I like I started liking Miley Cyrus after she supposedly went off quote unquote went off the deep end. Okay. Right. Like after she was like I'm done being like Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. That's when I started liking her cuz I was just like, dude, this girl does not give a fuck about right. anything. Right. Okay. I was I was I respect I yeah. respect it. Sure. <laughs> well, and I'm just not exposed to that. Like admittedly, I'm the kind of person where like and it's not like, oh, I'm cool. I don't but I don't listen to radio. I don't. I'm not yeah. in situations where I'm exposed to top forty stuff right. very often. Right. You know, but JT, like that's something where I have just bought all the albums. Loved it. Yeah. Well, and I don't think I'm not even saying that like his music is bad or something to be necessarily criticized. I'm just saying it just seems unfair and kind of like yeah. unwarranted that. That's a very good point, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. Oh, right on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, the disclaimer being that 
I am, of course, a very ignorant person. <laughs> I oh, don't yeah. know what I'm Isn't talking about. Isn't that the about. name of your podcast, though? I'm a very ignorant person. <laughs> a very ignorant person. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I just... Uh, Brett tries to learn oh, things. And also, <laughs> the, the thing about the You Need to Calm Down uh, song of the criticism towards that mm-hmm. is I don't know what why people would expect Taylor Swift to have like a super nuanced view (laughs) of (laughs) the discrimination that's going on in the country. Yeah. And the fact that she's even like that she's using her platform to at least like try and get something done. Maybe. See, I I wonder if people like that even like take the time of day to like reflect upon those certain things (laughs) or like, cause like self admittedly. And I don't want to like, uh, take over the conversation, but I want to no, give no. you an example of like how minds can be changed. So like myself, there was a, there was a time and day that I used to be very, very homophobic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Admittedly that changed about the time I was 18, 19 through just meeting people of that community mm-hmm. and realizing that they were just fucking people that I enjoyed, enjoyed <laughs> the company of, mm-hmm. Oh wow. It's not, you know, X, Y, or Z <laughs> stupid fucking reasoning. And then as that started to shift, I used to be the kind of person that I believed, um, you know, oh, hey, I don't have a straight parade. Like, why do you got this going on? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be shoved down my throat. Uh-huh. If, you know, if if being X, Y, or Z, whatever sexual spectrum you are or gender spectrum, if that's the beginning and end of your personality, you're pr- probably pretty fucking dull. Okay. That used to be my mindset. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I've, I've realized like, well... The reality of it, as I see it, is that the reason why these people need to be um, embraced and allowed to fully have a platform, have a a, big, a, a bigger voice, mm-hmm. is because there's still, to this day, people are getting fucking killed in, like, Russia, yeah. Cuba, the Middle East, like, yeah. you know. Alabama. Well, sure. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, <laughs> that goes I don't, without saying that Alabama is <laughs> right, terrible. I don't think it's on the same scale. Like, like the government of Alabama is not executing no, homosexuals, right. but the government of like Cuba no. and Russia right. and Saudi right. Arabia. But I mean, certainly the fact, fucking are. But the fact that it, even in a place where we're quote unquote free, you know, and it's like uh, a democracy, there's right. still violence happening exactly. towards. Absolutely. But so even still, like on a, maybe on a smaller scale, but you're absolutely right. That's what changed my mind. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was just like realizing that sort of thing or same thing with like, you know, misogyny, like a post a a while ago (laughs) that we talked about the Boise comic scene where I started with one opinion. Oh yeah. Read through it all, started to understand a bunch of shit. And I was like, Oh, okay. I stand corrected. And you know, it's Uh not that I was, it's not that I'm gullible or easily swayed. It's that I took the time to factually reflect upon things, step out of my own comfort zone because like ignorance begins when knowledge is no longer like your, your worldview and your self admitted knowledge is no longer changing when you don't accept the new ability, new, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so, to round it out to what I'm getting at is that I wonder if people like Taylor Swift, if they have those sorts of fucking like cerebral self thought moments, if they have those reflecting moments or not. Um, well, first of all, I thank you for sharing that. Yeah. That was beautiful, man. Yeah, that, was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely. Uh, I th- truthfully thanks for sharing that. Um, but to answer your question. Well, not to answer it, but just to give my two cents on it. 
I imagine that some of them do and some of them don't. Right. You know? Of course. Of course. <laughs> I think with I think with the idea of representation and visibility and stuff like that and just like being able to be seen, I feel like somebody with like a huge platform like Taylor Swift kind of lending an eye to that. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the video, uh, it had like a thing like to sign this petition and like to like let the like the let Senate the Senate know you know that we don't that I don't even know I don't right. even know what it what was because I was already on board. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you'd have to go to the website. Yeah, um, but there was some bill that was like trying about to be that was like in the Senate, mm-hmm. and she put the video out basically to like get people to sign the petition right. to get it blocked in the Senate or whatever. Okay. Uh, so she was using, trying to use her platform for, for good. God, you it. know? Um, and so, so to me, it's like, well, uh, of course she's not going to have the most nuanced take mm-hmm. on, on discrimination. But the fact that she's at least using her platform, this huge fucking right. platform. Sure. And, I know sometimes it seems like people don't change their minds on stuff, but I mean, you're a perfect example of somebody that's been, has had their mind changed over the years. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's just where somebody starts is they like Taylor Swift, they see that, and then that's just kind of like the start, right? the spark that starts the chain reaction that right. kind of like leads them to the place of like, oh no, they're all, they're all cool. That's <laughs> the thing is like, when, when you group anybody, man, like, the biggest lesson I've ever learned in life is that everyone's an individual. Mm-hmm. Period. Like yeah. you should treat everyone as an individual. I don't ever want to be stereotyped. I can. I, I very easily am. Yeah. But like, some people are gonna fit into their stereotypes, and that's fine. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean like everyone should be worth your time to get to. Like, not necessarily get to know. Like, you're not gonna meet meet and know everyone that you fucking right. encounter. Yeah, but you're not like, have a 30-minute conversation <laughs> with everybody at the yeah, supermarket. And, and like, you know, have, have some emotional walls and X, Y, and Z, but, like, everybody is an individual and should be treated as such. You know what I mean? Like, we're all, it sounds, you know, hippy-dippy, whatever, but, like, we're all here for, let's say, 50 to 100 years mm-hmm. and are, like, just treat people well, man. Like Yeah. Like, everybody, when I think when you start to realize that kind of, like, everybody kind of just has their own shit you know right. like everybody's just kind of dealing with their own shit and everybody most people are just doing their best to just like get by mm-hmm. a lot of the other stuff can just kind of like fall away right. absolutely you know and i feel like a lot of the people that are uh ignorant about this kind of stuff are just looking at like other people like they are some other yeah you know right. and it's yep. for somehow it's like infringing on them right mm-hmm. but it's just like nah everybody's just got their own stuff that yeah. they're doing and they're dealing with and it, whatever you, <laughs> what it's important and also completely insignificant <laughs> right. at the same time yeah. you yeah. know yeah. <laughs> so yep. just fucking let people do their thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. And a lot of that always stems from like you're never going to get away from the psychology of like your lizard brain when you look at somebody, your fucking primal lizard brain is going to take like, like what they're wearing, how they're, what their body language is, mm-hmm. facial recognition. And you're going to like make these like subconscious yeah. subliminal fucking assumptions. But it's up to you as a responsible adult to, to not just like 
categorize everybody into these little boxes and actually give somebody a fucking chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. No, I totally know what you mean. <laughs> why are you saying it like that? Because <laughs> I was just having a conversation with other people the other day at Liquid, and I was making a joke about there's a lot of young people, like under 20, like still in high school who are coming to open mics now, which is great. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> for you know, who? I know. Great well, for food sales. Yeah, but, but I guess the, the problem with me, especially when like bros go up for the first time and teenagers and then they spout bitch mm-hmm. like five times in a row, I'm like, well, for sure. I don't think you understand that I'm actually auditioning you as a cool person or uncool person and now you uh have a long way to go before you will ever be a cool person in my eyes oh yeah for sure (laughs) but But that's their actions yeah right that's not you just that's not you just looking at them (laughs) no exactly yeah and being like seeing somebody perform on stage especially with something like comedy where you're just getting like an unfiltered version of this person's mind yeah if they come up and the first thing they're saying is like, so, so this this bitch was s in my D <laughs> right. last night. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I have a pretty good idea <laughs> yeah. of what you're all about. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's just weird because I always want to be supportive. But then there's also... No, you don't. I know, <laughs> Nobody wants to be supportive true. all the time. <laughs> I do, but I don't. I feel like I'd make more friends if I was like, yeah, that thing that you said on stage totally wasn't a problem for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or you could have said that in a totally different way. <laughs> you know... <laughs> you I, didn't have to be like that hack. <laughs> I kind of feel like people... Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I know. but but I feel like people. That's yeah. <laughs> that's my those but are my turn, closing thoughts. <laughs> I mean, yeah. In turn though, I mean I have looked at people and been like mm, I don't know about you. I don't know about you yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like well, this is going to take have. a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But then Well, here's the thing. I've been accused of having a very judgmental face <laughs> that I don't realize. <laughs> and so I've been told several times <laughs> that you have a judgmental face yes they're like what are you thinking about right now like the way that you're looking at me makes me feel like you're saying in your head okay keep going yeah are you sure you want to keep saying that <laughs> all right get, let's see your regular face here's the rope hang yourself <laughs> yes exactly uh now I can't. Are you doing a judgmental face right now? Because I feel no. like you're smiling. I know. Is that judgmental? I can be very smiley. <laughs> Which I always feel like, I feel like I'm either, this is the thing, I'm either very approachable to strangers who can then just feel like they can tell me anything. <laughs> Which I'm like, please don't. <laughs> or, Do you want to know my life story really quick? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> or it's this, well, you're sitting in this room and you're giving me this face and Okay, let me try it, which is so, this is really, really cool for the listeners right now who can't see anything. Oh, I think it's very cool. (laughs) I've got two hours to fill. (laughs) Do whatever you want. You guys just want, should we just go dead air for 15 minutes? The visuals were exciting. (laughs) All right, now listener, we're going to take 15 minutes and you just imagine what we're doing. Let your imagination right. run wild. But it's the eyebrows up thing, apparently. Like, I'll... Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. 
But it's me trying to be very attentive and listening because mm-hmm. I figured out, well, I found out that, well, I, got, I just got diagnosed with ADHD, which makes nice. a whole ton of <laughs> sense now. Did you really? Cool. Yeah. And so now I'm on, um, now I am on Vyvanse, which my therapist. Is that like Adderall? No, it's oh. a little bit different. It's a, it's a. Oh, Adderall's for ADD. Well, right? everybody just has ADHD now. There's no ADD. It's just ADHD. Oh no now. way! Yeah, but I don't Whoa. have the I don't have <laughs> the hyperactive part mm-hmm. of it. Mine's more like uh, gave me a lot of depression and anxiety because I felt like, oh, I I really want to clean the bathroom today, but I didn't get it done. I'm a piece of shit. Oh. And now that I'm on this, I'm like, oh. Oh my gosh, I feel so much accomplishment by cleaning rooms. I'm like, I cannot believe it. But I focus better at work now. I'm not as tired. Really? Yeah. um, And I don't, it's it's great because I don't have this like overwhelming anxiety that just kind of sat with me forever. All right. So it's really great. That's awesome. But I think the thing is that like the eyebrow thing and the like listening thing was my reaction of like i really need to focus on what you're saying right now because i am gonna get real distracted <laughs> you just have like flashcards of pictures of yourself like this is my attentive listening face. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this, this is my need to fuck off face right. you have an emotion chart with you yeah. at all exactly <laughs> okay let's uh let's let's have the scale here yeah. um let's take a quick break and then uh, we can come back and uh, finish this shit up. Yeah, I'm going to raid the beer fridge. All right, right on. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? You could sit right there. Okay. How's it going? Good. Jessica, do you get, Do you all know each other? I don't know, maybe. I'm Cody. Cody. Aaron. Aaron. Nice to see you. Pop on those headphones. Get those yeah. headphones on. Yeah, let's not talk about Aaron's sad stuff anymore. <laughs> uh, we did that. I've done that way too much this summer. So. Well, you you came to Jessica. Do you want to grab that mic right there and just pull it right into your face? Okay. <coughs> right into your face. Get it right in there. I'm, right I'm in like there. Right in okay. my face. Yep. Open wide. Just put it all in there. <laughs> uh, Je- introduce yourself. Hi, Jessica. Uh, uh Hi. <laughs> Uh, what? Well, thanks for coming on the show. I don't do anything special. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to. Uh, do you want? It? You came because you wanted to talk about Taylor Swift, though. You sent out the signal for Taylor uh, Swift. I did. Ooh, <laughs> let's get your Taylor Swift takes. Yeah. So just to give you like the lowdown of what we were talking about. Taylor takes. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor takes. <laughs> uh, we were talking about some of the the hate that Taylor Swift has gotten in recent months because of like the years you need to co- years yeah, yeah for sure mm-hmm. and my my argument is that it's kind of uh rooted in misogyny and sexism and that there's a lot of like male artists that are more or less doing the same kind of things that she's getting criticized for without getting the criticism oh, about yeah. that for years for years and years and years and years yeah what okay so what uh what cody do you know any taylor swift songs I know the first record, the very first one. Oh, so you're like an <laughs> only well, OG. So, well, <laughs> I know it because so I have a sister who is 11 years young, my my junior. Mm-hmm. So she Cheyenne is 19, 
Okay. So whenever that first record came out, my sister started listening to that stuff. And my sister is nothing but country. She's very, yeah. I have a very redneck little sister. Mm-hmm. And so Taylor Swift was her favorite. And so when I was still in high school and Cheyenne was young, it was nothing but Taylor Swift being played right. downstairs. Right. Oh, and so you were just kind of like, just right, kind of like by, this. yeah, by, 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 <laughs> by, by like, yeah, like proxy or like family osmosis. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, do, uh, we, do no. we feel like Taylor Swift is still country? No. 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 Okay, good. Like, she so. did start out, but it was still poppy country. She Absolutely. actually still writes a lot of country songs oh. that are covered by big country names. Uh-huh. Um, so she recently did a couple things for Little Big Town. Oh. Um, she's done some things for Miranda Lambert. Oh. And she has done some things for somebody with the last name Morris. Morris. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so she is a great writer. So she's, she's just yeah. a writer and producer that sells... The music elsewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is where you get the big money, actually. Oh, I mean, yeah. she's selling out arenas Royalty. and stuff, but like, yeah. She's making plenty <laughs> big money. Yeah. But, but still, that's like yeah. the best thing you could do in the music industry is actually write songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, a mm-hmm. real housewife <laughs> 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 writes songs for like, you know, uh, TLC. Sure. Well, that's <laughs> like, uh, like, Rod, like Rod Stewart makes stupid money because yeah. of how much music he writes for other people right. and for ads, you know, like the Band-Aid theme song. Like, oh, I'm really? stuck on oh, wow. Band-Aid, Branca's Band-Aid stuck on me. Yeah. No shit. Rod Stewart. Whoa. I didn't know that. That's I didn't crazy. know that either. Fun facts. Right. Uh, Jessica, okay. what about you? Where does your relationship with T Swift begin? I am an original Swifty. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. So is that what they call them? Is Swifties? We are Swifties. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have been a Swifty for the entirety. Oh. So wow. it's a thing. I know yeah. 90% of the songs. Oh, Dang. Great. Yeah. How many albums does she have? She has like 10? I think it's about 10. <laughs> I thought that was a joke. The ten? Yeah. She's been around forever, yeah, man. I guess she's like forty-two. <laughs> no, her and I are actually the same age. How old is she? Now? Nineteen. She is twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Ah. That's right. Because she was born in nineteen eighty-six. Right. Uh, I think. It no, was no, no. I'm thirty. I 90? was born in eighty-nine. What was her name? What was her name? I'm thirty eighty-eight, and my birthday is in October. Okay, I'm gonna be thirty-one. Kidding. Just kidding, guys. I don't know math. I'm about to be 36, so I'm old. So it, no, she did have a. Um, so she was born in '89, but towards the end of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she'll be 30 this year. Okay, 1989 was the album. Yes. Whoops. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 uh, six it. and nines are hard. <laughs> Best year ever. Um, okay, so, but and she started putting out music when she was like 16, right? She was, like, young as hell. So, yes. She wrote her first album at 15, mm-hmm. which is the name of the first album. She started Adele Way and called her album the age she was when she was making it. Right on. Um, so, yeah. So, she started at 15, and we are almost to 30. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, probably, like, 8, 9, 10 albums, something like that, right? Yeah, like, a pretty there. good catalog of music. And now that you say 15, isn't that a song, too, that's now stuck in my head? She has 22. No, she also has 15. 15, okay. yeah. That's on her first album. And isn't oh, okay. it talking about virginity? I think so, yeah. And the fact that, okay, so I might have watched like a behind the music when it was a thing or something on MTV or VH1 about her and oh, how that song specifically 
not about her, but her friend losing her virginity. Her exactly. Friend. Her friend. Oh. And then they, here's the bad part. They pointed out the friend. It's her friend. Oh, no. On this thing. <laughs> they were like, so my, you know, my best friend Taylor, <laughs> not Taylor, my best friend Macy over there. <laughs> That song's about her and the fact that she lost her virginity at 15. <laughs> like, oh, my God. No. <laughs> I want to hear that. I want to I write a death metal song about my best friend's first gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you write what you know, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, I guess. Um, Awkward. I know. I, I, I... Oh, so what I was going to say is yeah. I watched... Did any of you guys watch the Jonas Brothers documentary? Yes. <laughs> I love music yes, documentaries. I, <laughs> I don't like the Jonas Brothers, but for some reason, I love watching these random bands because I'm like, let me see how much tenacity and hard work you put through. And damn, did they... They worked hard. No, they didn't. They that worked hard. My takeaway, just a real <laughs> quick. What? They're fucking skin? Yeah, you're like, right. Come on now. One, you're right. My, my, Maybe I was just in a low place and I was like, yeah, that's great. My favorite thing about that, the, my biggest takeaway from that is there was a part where they were like, you know, people don't think that we, people just think that like all of a sudden we were on Disney Channel and we were this huge band, but we grinded it out for two whole oh, years. Oh, that's right. And I yeah. was like, oh, boy. <laughs> and they, yeah, and they talked about how they were on the road, and then yeah. one of the brothers found out he had diabetes. And yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say right. diarrhea. And I think, yeah. Probably plenty right. of diarrhea. One of the I brothers. think the best part was when they had that confession part, and they were like, well, Kevin, was it Kevin? Look, Kevin's the oldest? Yes. And they're yes. like, well, Kevin. The loser. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's basically what they like sat down and they're like, listen, you got married and you got settled and then you wanted to do this reality TV show. And uh, basically, we thought you got lazy. <laughs> <laughs> listen here, motherfucker. You started growing facial hair and that was mistake number one. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my all-time favorite videos is... Uh, Nick Jonas coming out on stage to play guitar uh, and he comes out like as a special uh, like to come out and play the solo uh, do you have you seen any of you guys seen this oh it's know. it's a fucking amazing and he comes out and he just fucking he whiffs it so hard <laughs> he, he comes out uh. it's just it's supposed to he's supposed to like come out and shred yeah. and he just immediately starts hitting off notes and oh, it's, that's so and great. then he kind of just like Strums the guitar a couple times and goes into right. the song. And this is Nick Jonas, the oldest brother, and that's probably no. Nick is the youngest oh, one. Oh, Nick he was is the, the youngest one. The okay. mastermind behind oh. the Jonas Brothers. And then mm. became a big star. And ba- in construction. <laughs> in construction. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was. Uh, that was not her Jonas, the that one that started the, the porta potty company. I think that was the one who. I think that was the one who married. Who got married first? No, the well, oldest one, Johnny Honey Bucket Jonas. Yeah. Well, I think they actually have like a. F- I think they have two other brothers. Oh, or they have like oh, a yes, brother yes. and a sister or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, they said their real downfall was when they started that Disney show. You know, is that just part of the whole like? I wonder if their parents are part like the whole like. If we just have twelve kids, one of them is bound to make money. <laughs> well, I don't. I it's actually an investment, baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I actually think that was the case because what weren't they both? One was their father was a pastor. They weren't making much money. No, they, no, no. Their father was a pastor, so they were fine. They are were you like, think they were fine? They, they were, were pastors. Past- I don't know. I'm so naive. <laughs> they pastors, juvenile, um, and 
you know, the king well, of Siam. Right. Make the most money. Yeah. Well, they did, they did cry about, like, we were the money makers in the family, and well, that's why we took on the Disney Channel show, and that was when we started going downhill. I, so, okay, I do want to get back to Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jessica, yeah, sure. I know that you came to talk Sorry. about Taylor Swift. Sorry. But the, the, the funniest thing about that the Jonas Brothers documentary to me is the fact that they, they tr- tried really hard to make it seem like an underdog success yeah. story. And but it clearly was not. It was yeah. they they were like they were maybe not like rich, but right. they were like uh you know they like They were okay. They were firmly middle class. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Their father was okay. a pastor. Their mom was like a real estate agent or like a teacher oh. or something like that. Yeah. They were fine. Connected, bought so and paid for and had the image. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guess who who uh bought the storyline of the underdog? Me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Again, pretty low place in my life, so I was looking for a positive at that point. <laughs> look at these look at this average middle American yeah. <laughs> middle class American family right. really really living their really success. Oh god, they're like, you know who this is gonna get? Thirty-five-year-old single sad women. <laughs> <laughs> That's our target audience. That's right our here. demo. Yeah. <laughs> It worked um, until now. But I think th- the thing with Taylor Swift it, is I do think that she just gets a lot of uh, kind of like unfair criticism. <coughs> and she really does. I feel like there. My my example was like Justin Timberlake, who has ba- like co-opted art art R and B music, like black music, yes. and people don't seem to get, people don't give a fuck. Because, because he does good. it well and he writes he it himself. He does do it well, but no. so does Taylor Swift. But she so does, does Taylor Swift. She's the- I agree. I'm not saying that. But that's my point is that like she seems to just get hate on a lot for stuff that's kind of like stuff that other people are doing. Gotcha. You know, and like is the like the comparison in uh, You Gotta Calm Down where it's like the like I said, the first verse is her talking about online trolls and the second verse is talking about LGBTQ plus rights. Uh it's it's obviously not an apt comparison. Right. Not, yeah. But is it any different than during Pride Month, like businesses and corporations converting their Facebook like right. profile picture to like the rainbow? Like, is it much? It doesn't seem much different than that to me. So the the plus and the acronym that's just like an et cetera. Can it just be L plus? Um. <laughs> like there's like the, like the plus is just kind of a cop out you know what I mean it's yeah. just like add whoever else I, yeah. I, like <laughs> I, th- I feel like the plus is more to be is more like to be continued rather than right. etc <laughs> yeah. so most of us have actually stopped using that acronym oh really yes oh. Oh, okay um I'm pansexual by the way Fun times here. Um, So most of us prefer to do uh, Saga, S-A-G-A. Right on. Uh, Just because it's more inclusive. I cannot, for the life of me, remember what it is right now. So I'm a horrible, horrible queer. You you can't remember (laughs) what what it's an acronym for? Oh, gotcha. But Um. it's, it's more inclusive and it's not as known so businesses don't pick it up as much mm. so it's not screen actors guild association uh, no. <laughs> okay got it uh all right that's cool so so that's like a way to deter the greedy corporations exactly. from co-opting yeah. so like you know that they're actually like into it <laughs> if they use something else mm. okay cool people right. are people man fuck who you want have fun 
I feel, be yourself. That, that does make me feel cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. What do you? What do you? How do you feel about it with um, Taylor Swift? <clears throat> I mean, as somebody, she has part of the community. She has negatives. Sure. Right. Um, a lot of her earlier albums were super down on other women. Mm-hmm. Which, well, not super. Um, somebody on Tumblr did the math once, and it was like. One to two songs per album were very anti-feminist. Mm-hmm. So, but people tend to focus on those because when she was dating the Jonas brother and he screwed her over, <laughs> right? Drama, right? Oh, that's right. Um, that's she she made um she made a comment about the new woman basically being a whore. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Which right. so just real quick. I feel like there's a lot of um, like young female artists that kind of will tend to fall into that. And so, again, that doesn't seem that like it's not I'm not saying it's good. I'm not right. saying it's like correct that she did that. I'm just saying that like uh, Haley Williams had songs like that from Paramore. Like mm. she had songs like that. There's a lot of yeah. like young female artists that will have songs about how, like the other woman, right? You know that like stole away their man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, and so so it's just it's so Taylor Swift seems to just get like, uh, like it doesn't seem like a proportionate amount of hate for that. But. Right. And I totally forgot she is she is most hated on for the fact that she supposedly write songs about all of her exes which hey real that's life music gotta, yeah that's exactly all fucking music and so yeah. why again again yeah exactly. justin timberlake <laughs> yeah. he has a song about britney spears sure but, with but, a very uncannily exactly. uh, look-alike actress In the video. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah so it's like well this isn't was it her little <laughs> sister <laughs> yeah it was no. jamie lynn yeah. is that her name that yeah. is, is actually her name. a sister uh-huh. yes <laughs> She's only cool. got one. Oh man! And the Britney thing. She got thing. kicked out of. She got kicked off of Nickelodeon. The football team. Because oh, she right. got pregnant. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> At sixteen. That's fucking funny. Weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm still mad about it. That she got that kicked she got, off. Well, that too. But it was a really good show. Oh. What was the show? Yeah. It was Zoe One O One. One O One. She should have yeah. done what uh, Elizabeth Heaton did. Patricia Heaton Patricia. from. Uh, uh, fucking tool time. Yeah. Yeah, just like carry the laundry basket in right. front of but, all times. But it was the Disney, and Disney was like, we are not going, we are a family right. channel, mm. and we're not going to condone. Families. Right. Well, uh, you <laughs> the know. Expansion like, of families. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like, oh, she got pregnant as a teen and not married, so uh. no. <laughs> See ya. Um. But well, if she would have been married to like a thirty-two-year-old, they probably would have been oh, fine. Oh yeah, with it. probably. <laughs> like, okay, now we can hide stuff with baskets. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you're married. It's right. the sanctity of marriage. It's right, fine. Yeah. Oh, you went to Utah, got married, whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. But Don't yeah, let I forgot get, that. Let any age get married there. See, and that was the whole I know. thing. Like, maybe because I just tuned it out because I was like, yes, every listen, every female comic, every female artist talks about breakups. Every male artist does exactly. too. Exactly. Yes. I mean, Elliot, reason... Elliot Smith is like renowned. Like he's oh, like people sh- worship oh, Elliot yeah. Smith at the altar, and uh, I love yeah. Elliot Smith. But yeah. a lot of his songs are about like, like love and 
like depression mm. and stuff right like that. right it's like nobody's Elias. nobody's like shitting on him to be like yeah. get over it you fucking puss <laughs> is that the guy that is that the guy that plays the glasses no, no. <laughs> Elliot Smith is really good when you're down and depressed. Okay. Yeah, he's mm. like uh, makes you feel so depressed. He was a Ain't Portland good. guy, Detroit yeah. Lions running back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then he went home and right. <laughs> wrote songs about you know like being forlorn, <laughs> pining yeah. for people. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of that stuff to me with Taylor Swift is so weird, and I think it's just because she's huge, right? You know, and she's kind of like cheesy a little bit you know yeah so people just shit on she her. leans into her persona a lot yeah like hardcore but she does a lot for her fans like that's the thing is like yeah does she write about breakups but that's her audience. Right. She's writing to younger women who are going through these life changes and dating all these people and doing this and doing that. It, it's just how it is. How many right. fucking Beatles <coughs> songs are about love? Exactly. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? 27. <laughs> uh, I would say it's more like all of them. <laughs> they have, yes, they have, a, they have a song specifically for and a video about their wives. They have a song called She Loves You, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Love Me Do, Hold My Hand. We're talking uh, about real poppy Beatles before yeah. they before they found drugs. But even like the but drug still. songs like yeah. uh yeah, uh some t- something, you know, uh why don't yeah. we do it in the road? Yeah. I mean that song. <laughs> oh, it's all Yellow about Submarine's all about how a, anything could be a dildo if you try hard enough. <laughs> I do love the Beatles. I was obsessed with them. I love the Beatles oh, gosh, too. I love them so much. I just don't. I don't get why how people can like lay criticism on one artist and right. not lay the criticism like the same criti- criticism on the other like other artists right. that are doing the same thing. Well, it kind of goes back to what I was saying. I think that maybe I'm using this term wrong, but it's like, like it's a whole like cult of personality. Like it, if one person is seen in a very adorning, can do no wrong kind of a light. And you know, obviously, they're not going to be as criticized as this other person. They get a lot of passes. And I'm not, I'm not taking right. out that factor. I just don't think that it's necessarily just a blanket misogyny. This all comes from someone that thinks Elliot Smith's a fucking running back. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> well, I would just say, not hip on the Jessica, news. Jessica, what were you going to say? You were yeah. about to say something. I, just, I don't remember now. Oh. But oh, I'm it, sorry. No, it's fine. I, I worked all day. I, wor- <laughs> I worked overtime today. So oh. I'm. Oh. I'm a little mushy. It's fine. Um, the brain is just soup. She is just, it's because she is so popular. She mm-hmm. is, she, every time she steps out of her house, she lands in tabloids. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, um, she doesn't like just disappear for months and months and months. Um, so she's just an easy scapegoat to blame everything on because they can't necessarily blame what they're thinking on these artists of color because there's been a lot of backlash. So here she is, this blonde, blue-eyed pop singer. They did the same thing to Britney Spears and drove her absolutely batty. Right. Right. Sure. Yeah. So well, are you saying it's because she's a southern fried white lady? Yes. That they can just be like, oh. Mm-hmm. Let's just bash on the white right. person. They they literally did this to Britney Spears. Yeah. Hmm. They dissected her so bad, like her two. She shaved her fucking head and she hit someone with a umbrella or whatever. She pulled yeah. a penguin. <laughs> the Danny DeVito. Oh man. There's a podcast called Britney Grams. You should really dive into it. They, <laughs> it is great because they dissect and they have a lot of different theories. Like she is actually being 
held hostage, kind of, um, because Britney she's Spears in the cons- yes, because she's in the conservatorship, and that is for people. It's the worst kind of ship. Well, that's where mm-hmm. yeah, that's where you have no, you have to ask for your money, and usually that is a very temporary thing, and then you go through and you get your money back. This is years, mm-hmm. years that she has been in this conservatorship. And then all of a sudden she goes to the retreat, which actually happens to be what what is um, she had a breakdown. Mm-hmm. But then there was a lot of there's a lot of theories because her mom said something, and then they fired her her manager, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just it, very fishy. It is very fishy. Like she she has no control over her life, and they released some videos of her too of just like talking to friends, and. She's just so out of it. They say, they said, people have seen her out in public and they're like, well, she's very dead-eyed. She she just doesn't have anything in her. But the only thing she knows how to do is turn it on on stage. Mm-hmm. And so she can still perform. Well, but she had like a, she has like a residency in Vegas and has had one well, for a while. Well, she doesn't anymore because oh. she, she ended that and that's when she went into this rehab place. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's a, Brittany Graham breaks it down. There's cool. a lot of cool I'll, things. I'd probably, I'd probably be into that. I'm, I'm probably like, like, cool yeah, like that one up. Yeah. Behind the music type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've been stalking her Instagram. Yeah. For weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, oh, we're, we're a society very, very obsessed with. Yes, exactly. And just, and this, these people, I mean, because. Yeah, Jonas Brothers wanted to sound like they were the underdogs because everybody wants to hear a story where you're struggling and look. You I was, overcome. Yeah, and yeah, look what sure. I look what I made for myself. It's a bootstrap thing, which is sure a falsity. Yeah, <laughs> very American. Yeah, though. it occurs, but it's, it's all, not it's like a, it's everybody just saw Rocky in the '70s and they were like, <laughs> "Oh, we can fucking do this too." Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck being that level of famous. Like that's just gotta right. be so. Oh yeah. God well, damn. Like yeah. I'd rather be like no, not like. But can you even help it? Yeah. Like at a like, certain point, can you even help it? Like these people, no, like you know, like you can't. You know, like uh, somebody like I mean, like yeah, Britney Spears. Like, could she even help it? Like she just she kind of got roped into it when she was a teenager and right. all she, she was Younger like I want to be Matt. oh yeah, okay. yeah she oh, was yeah, in the Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mouse Club, Club. yeah yep. so she was just like I want to be an actress I want to be a singer I want right. to perform and before you know it she's the, one of the biggest fucking stars on the yeah. planet yeah. right she's a, like selling out arenas that's why well, <sighs> yeah and then to go on what you were saying about misogyny is. All these pop stars, then it's about their body. It's about what they look like. Oh, they started off as this sweet teen musketeer, and now, oh my gosh, she has boobs and she wants to wear what? A skin tight jumpsuit? Yeah. What a whore. Sure. Oh, yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the same thing happened with Miley Cyrus, yes. where yes. when she kind of like left the Hannah Montana uh, persona behind, and right. she was like, I'm gonna, I want to like show off my body. Like, yeah. I'm feeling myself. Yes. That was the same person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. But again, again with Taylor Swift, I mean, they criticize everything. She's too tall. She's too skinny. She's doing this. She's trying. She has twerkers. And yeah. She tra- she. Which I is not she, cool. Right. I, so just to be clear, yeah. I don't think that stuff is cool. Yeah, I don't right. think like her having like people twerking in her video is cool. And I don't think her equating her online hate to 
right like the like discrimi- right. like tort di- actual discrimination yeah. against group of peoples is right. i don't think that's cool i'm yeah. just saying like for one i don't expect her to have like a super nuanced take on it right and two no. I don't think she's doing anything that's like vastly different than like a right. lot of other people, specifically right. male artists, right. white male artists well, are doing the same. Like Eminem never got criticized for being a white rapper. He's like, yeah. he's totally like appropriated like hip hop right. culture. Well, you know? Yeah. Because he took the shot at himself before anybody else yeah. could. But again, I'm not trying to like criticize. Right. I'm not trying to criticize anybody else. Yeah. I'm criticizing the people that are criticizing. Right. Like, the female artists that are, right. you know, I feel like they're just being unfairly. I'm not trying to criticize Eminem. Yeah. I'm not trying to criticize Justin Timberlake or the Beatles or anything like that. Sure. I'm just pointing out that there's fucking uh, indiscrepancies. Indiscrepancies. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I guess the, the only flaw that I see in what you're saying is that, like, with the whole like cultural appropriation of like dancing, like twerking, being an African American originated Spe- specifically hip hop. Yeah. 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 The only thing that I see is that once it's something that's so like culturally uh, ubiquitous, is that the correct word? Where it's like my grandmother knows what it fucking is. Like yeah. it's no longer, it's not like, it's not like it's like a religious sacred dance or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It's no longer like, I don't see that as like cultural appropriation. Right. I see that as simply like everyone knows what the fuck this yeah. is. They're going to do it because it's something cool well, to do. It's a trend. Like yeah. it becomes yeah, a exactly. trend at some point. Right. Yeah. Sure. And it's no longer like cultural yeah. appropriation. I, I mean I to, I I agree with that to an extent. I mean I yeah. can't. I, I mean can't. that that that's like <laughs> saying like Beyonce culturally appropriated fucking white people by bleaching her hair. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> actually, Beyonce is naturally blonde. Really? What? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Right. Is that for well, real? Yes, yeah. she is blonde with green eyes. That's fu- that's, that's no fucking shit. rad. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, still <laughs> that is the blondest well, fucking hair I've ever seen. Thing, <laughs> I think the thing like. I know she got a lot of flack too for the drumline mm. performance because, again, they said she was ripping off Beyonce and the cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. But then I thought to myself, or she really loved Beyonce's performance and she just <laughs> wanted to kind of be sure. like pay homage to <laughs> she it. She was like, you know? I want to do that too. Yeah, that yeah. looks so cool, and I want to get out and yeah. do that. I Not mean, like you want to hope that that's yeah, you want to hope, but then also. You know, she might have a, some creative ideas, but there's also management behind Absolutely. it. There's a lot of management <laughs> yeah. behind it's it being like, like, you know what works for Beyonce? There's a corporation. Yes, exactly. Right. Yes. There's a record and, label. There's right. a manager. There's so agents. So she has actually moved this year. Um, she's actually re-recording all of her early works. Oh, Who are we talking cool. about now? Uh, Taylor Swift. Daily Swift. The Jonas Brothers. Oh, no. Yeah. So, Sorry. I have something to say about that. Go ahead. She is afterwards. re-recording everything because somebody, Scummy, bought her entire <gasps> catalog. Yeah. yeah. So she is actually moving into being more her own management. Good. So I'm That's interested cool. to see where it goes from here when she is making her own artistic decisions right. completely. Yeah. Um, this pop culture thing is exactly what I want to talk about on, <coughs> on all podcasts all the time. There you go. <laughs> oh. Let's just talk and analyze because it's, I love pop culture. Yeah, because <laughs> so it's interesting that we're also talking about like, well, you know, at least she's putting this out there. At least she's trying. Mm-hmm. Right? I like baby steps. Yes, exactly. And so I was just talking about Bachelor in Paradise. Anybody watch that here? 
No, but I'm not immune to okay. the allure. There, I, I think the last uh, episode of this podcast was mostly me talking about MTV's The Challenge. I watched oh. that. Oh, and I love it. Oh. <laughs> it's about to come out soon with the, the second of the... War of the Worlds. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, God okay, well, it. it looks like we'll just be talking about that. We'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to talk about that. Yeah. Maybe on our own time. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't on air. But, uh, but the whole thing is like uh, baby steps in the Bachelor franchise, right? So... I get it. They need to be very much more inclusive. Yeah. Very much more inclusive. And someone pointed that out to me, and I was like, yeah, cool. I, I totally get that with different body types, with different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Every, but everybody. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So in Bachelor in Paradise, I like that one specifically because it's just a garbage train wreck of people just trying so mm-hmm. hard to fall <laughs> in love right yeah. and and really the only reason i watch that is because one i watch it with my roommate and so it's our little bonding time and then i just tear it a new one every time <laughs> and then go over analyzing because they do it's overly produced mm-hmm. it's very overly sure. produced um but they now have a bisexual couple on there oh the mm-hmm. bisexual couple are two very very attractive blonde women Yep, exactly. Yeah. And so this was a, so someone had brought Hell that up. Yeah. yeah. Well, there we go. So someone had brought that up on Facebook, and they Very were very cool, right? And they were they were like, "Hey, why are we sexualizing this so much?" And then we just kind of got into a discussion about you know again inc- mm-hmm. uh, inclusion, but it's like, well, they're tr- this is their baby step again. Very calculated. Mm-hmm. They knew that the best reaction that they would probably get from anybody from everybody is that I mean, if we get these two like... sweet sweet girls in this rela- which I actually don't think is a fabricated thing I think they actually really did um, because the one of them is not a bachelor person <laughs> and not a reality TV star she has a very good career outside huh. but has decided to come on monster truck driver <laughs> right <laughs> but has decided to come on and try to see what happens Right. Um. With with this gal, which they broke a lot of rules that they wouldn't for a nor for no. That is not what I meant to say, and I apologize for oh. <laughs> for straight couples. Right. For 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 boyfriend girlfriend having a boyfriend or girlfriend before you go on your show usually or on the show usually gets you kicked out once someone finds out that you have had a relationship. Right. Uh, yeah. But she came. This gal came in. Being like, well, I had this relationship. It was a crazy connection. I am bisexual. It has been very hard for me to come out. Um, and then she formed a very uh, another bond with a male. And then her girlfriend came on, and she was like, "Nope, it was always you." Mm. And will you stay in paradise with me to have this filmed? Which again, mm. calculated move. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That is the production part right there. Yeah. Well, and like normal is not a bad thing to say as long as you're not being like malicious. No, I don't like, like saying normal for anything. I really don't like the word normal at all because I think yeah. um, there's no normal. There is definitely what well, it, it just means like majority. Said, yes. Right. Well, but it's not majority though. For the what we're finding out is it's so? not a majority of people. I think there is a. a when it comes to sexuality, I think there's a lot more spectrum than people are are comfortable saying. I actually don't think heterosexual relationships are the majority. It is 
the status quo. The status quo. It has been something that has been pushed and pushed and pushed Pushed and normalized. Like it's been the reason why you could maybe you could say normal is because it has been normalized, but that's not necessarily what that doesn't necessarily reflect what is happening like internally for people. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's probably. All right, fair so, enough. But so I just don't see. I just don't see the like villainy of it. Um, of being well, it's not. Like, it's not villainy. No. But, but it's not. It's not wrong to like catch yourself and correct yourself. Right. And so that's why I do. I, I was also a sex ed teacher, and we had a book. Nice. I know. <laughs> we had a we had a book that was called. Uh, it's like completely normal or something. And one of our um, one of our participants, her parents are actually uh, little people. And she and and we had a parent meeting, and her mom brought up, "Hey, um, my daughters might have a problem with this saying normal because we we don't say normal mm-hmm. for anything because there's no such thing as nor- there's no, there's Norm- really normal. There's no normal is just whatever it is right. you're you happen exactly. to be doing right? exactly. So it's just I, and and for me, not trying to use that feels more inclusive to everybody because um, I also work in a with people with disabilities too and it's kind of in my my whole life at right. this gotcha. point yeah gotcha. yeah but not villainizing it's not it, and and it's not like i go around and i'm like i, I fucking hate that person who just right. used normal <laughs> yeah, you sure. know i'm not judging them yeah <laughs> i'm judging the dude on stage well you know it's kind of funny kind of in the the same line of thinking just just to bring up the challenge really quick, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just to talk about it really quick, because it's one of my favorite shows yeah. of all time. But a few seasons back, there was a lesbian woman on the show, and she was like a she was a fucking scumbag. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. Is it Laurel? She, no, it was not <coughs> Laurel. But she tried. It was Nicole. Uh, um... She because she was basically just trying to get with every woman on the show that's right and including laurel who was having like some new feelings that she had Mm -hmm. not experienced before Mm -hmm. and she was that's so skeezy i know but honestly it was kind of cool because i was like hey it's like a lesbian person that's not cool but it's just (laughs) like it's not something i had really seen on television before right of like uh a lesbian person being basically just like a scummy scumbag. Well, it know? wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a show where they, where they felt like uh, putting roses around anybody who isn't heterosexual, blonde, blue-eyed. Mm-hmm. I do like that too. I watched a show called Special. Everybody should watch that on Netflix. It's very short. It's very fun. It's about a, a guy who has cerebral palsy. And there is a line, um, his mom's whole life is him, but he's also in his 20s and he wants to be independent. And uh, his uh, his mom's trying to date and her new boyfriend says, uh, your son's an asshole. And she's like, oh my gosh, he has cerebral palsy. And he's like, yeah, yeah. people with cerebral palsies can be assholes. <laughs> like, anybody who can be an asshole and, yeah. a, and a garbage person, it's not. <laughs> and uh, to there to me there's something kind of like beautiful in oh, that oh yes you yeah. know um it's not treat- it's it's not treating the 
with kid gloves almost like oh you're so special right. and you're so bright and I'm gonna put you up here on this pedestal and right. and not say anything mean and you must be a sweet baby angel it, it's, a, it's <laughs> almost like the exception that like kind of what we were saying of just like people yeah. allowing people to just be people, people. Mm-hmm. and it doesn't have anything to do with like their sexual orientation right or anything like that right it's just, <coughs> people are just fucking People. people are just out here being people. Right. It doesn't matter about your sexual orientation. It doesn't matter if you feel like, or if you have a, a disability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm-mm. No, we're just chatting. I, I thought think we, we were just uh, recording. We're chatting. <laughs> no, 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 we're recording. Oh. Well, isn't that what a podcast is? You just chat into a microphone That's and you record it. That's what this fucking podcast yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Do you want me yeah. to take something out? No, not as, not necessarily. Oh, okay. okay. I was just, I was just wondering. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I I don't stop recording even when I go pee. I just leave it because oh, it's I, all on there. Because it's easier for me to like see. In, if I pause it, it doesn't break uh, up in the audio file. Uh, right. But if I don't pause it, so I all can, that shit I said when you were out of the room. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> About how like. You think I'm like the coolest guy ever, yeah. and how you think I just have like a nice looking face? I was, uh, I was like, don't say anything. I cut his brake lines. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do feel I feel very uncomfortable. Like every time I've gone into the bathroom, I feel uh, startled because I just shaved my beard, oh. and I fucking every time I shave my beard, I fucking hate it so oh, much. After I do, yeah, it. you you look naked. Why do, do you do feel. it then? Because uh, when it gets to like a certain growth level, it starts to just like get like smushed down from mm. like sleeping and stuff. Right. Mm. It kind of starts to get like, uh, like feel matted Poor a little baby. bit. I wish I could grow a fucking beard. Yeah. <laughs> I went bald. I used to have hair down to my waist until I started going bald. And now, oh, I'm, no. now I'm a bald, ugly man. <laughs> I'm a short, fat, bald, ugly, white dude. And I can't grow a beard and I brew beer for a living? <laughs> the fuck is And I'm a fucking like heavy metal dude. Like, there's nothing yeah, right no. there. Like, yeah. I don't hit any of the boxes. I'm a just, beard is like a requirement. Yeah. Essentially. It's for listening to metal and yeah. making beer. I'm pretty sure at breweries, one of the qualifications is like, have you know what hops are and yeah. you have to be able to grow a beard. Yeah. <laughs> I slipped through because there was, like, you know, I don't know how I did it. Is it bad that my it. dating requirement usually is like, you have facial hair. Yeah, it's okay. No, like, I go and for and I go for fuck, bearded gingers. Yeah, and that's, yeah. A, and that's a fucked up, shallow fucking thing. <laughs> to say. We like what we like, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing that is crazy though. Also, I would prefer if they had chest hair too. See, as, the, as a Not short back hair specifically, but chest hair that I can just fall asleep rubbing. Mm. Like, yes. Like a dog. Yes. We just became best friends. Yeah, great. <laughs> I just need that rug. It's so soothing. All women that I'm attracted to want a dude over six feet tall. Yeah. With a big ass beard. Right. And guess what? They call me Mr. Five Foot Seven. <laughs> and I haven't shaved in like three yeah. weeks. <laughs> I know it's weird, but I I always am like, well, I have to have standards, and then, and then usually it falls into the appearance category because anything else that I'm like, I have to have the standard, 
goes out the window and then I get into weird relationships. But mm. I digress. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm still I'm still rooting. I'm still rooting for that over six foot. Right. <laughs> That's why I got into comedy. I was like, man. if I can make people laugh, I'll never have an enemy. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna die alone. <laughs> no, no, see, that sounds more like what comedians do. Like, <laughs> say they're gonna die alone. Like, Mr. So I double down, is or it's like, a, a metal <laughs> song. It's a metal song. Yeah. Yeah. I double, I double down on dying alone. Awesome, great, <laughs> yeah. cool. I think I used to talk about yes, my opening, and I threw it on one of my jokes was like. Uh, how I was working with my therapist because I'm afraid that cats are going to eat my eyeballs. Mm. Uh, because that's what happens when delicious. you die alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the first thing they go for. And that was actually a real true conversation I had with my mom who did not find that funny. And then no one else did either. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Those are my favorite jokes are the ones that nobody gets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been called clever, which in my mind means this goes over many people's heads, which I don't <laughs> believe is true. You don't think it's going over people's heads? No. I so you, you I just think it's no good? Uh, I think I mean, that we have it's to just be honest not the honest. Uh, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I think if it was a room full of women, different story. I know what audience that I do really well, and it's usually around my age, a little bit older, a little bit younger, <laughs> women. Now who's being sexist? <laughs> Everybody has their audience, right? Like, I know my audience. Oh. I, I Fuck guess. you, you're under six feet right. tall. Although, Fuck you, you're a dude. <laughs> Although I'm leaving. my dream man the other Fuck day you. after an open mic, my dream guy came up to me because he knew another comic and he stayed through my whole set and he loved it and then commented about it and then was telling me about how sparkly my eyes were and about this gesture I did mm. with my hair and then he was like I'm also not single <laughs> I oh like, I was gonna say Ugh. did you immediately, were course. you immediately like do you want to go home yeah <laughs> I was like I was trying to put out those signals like this dude is coming home with me like tonight this is what's happening because he also moved to Coeur d'Alene but I was like hey why are you moving to Coeur d'Alene he's like my girlfriend got a job and I was like ah no! shit yeah Damn I was like it. man of my dreams you are perfect but I planted the seed. He told me when he comes back down, I said, you should hang out again. Because we, we talked after the show for about a half an hour with, with uh, a friend of his, too. I said, come when you come back down, uh, come and hang out again. And he's yeah, like. Yeah, girlfriend ain't married. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what he said to me. I'll find you. Whoa. <laughs> but did he say that? That could be what a. T- that's very menacing. That was I like know. a verbal I'll dick find you. I know. Well, he was being very flirty, and I was not opposed to it, even after the girlfriend <laughs> thing. I mean, there was like side hugs, there was like arm touches. It's, like it's I said, girlfriend ain't married. I know. Girlfriend ain't married. <laughs> girlfriend, if not, yes. <laughs> That's the, that's the point of marriage. So basically, everybody <laughs> in this room put out those positive vibes that this man's coming back for me. <laughs> for sure. I will. I'm, you know what? Yeah. I'll mention it. I'll plug it every week on this yes. podcast. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> Aaron's looking for you. Sponsored by... Please pray for that dude. That <laughs> Please pray for him to come back to Aaron. Please pray he doesn't have STDs. Mm-hmm. That too. We got to do a very good, fun, lighthearted conversation about how he just moved back from Colorado where he would melt camels. 
He would milk camels? Yes. The animals? That's yes. a, that does sound fun. He would milk them? Milk them. Oh. 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 Did you milk. also Excuse think me. she was yeah. saying milk? Because no. no. I was them. like, that sounds heinous. It's <laughs> a very lighthearted so I... conversation. <laughs> <laughs> turn an animal so into liquid goo. I fucking hate animals. <laughs> <laughs> he did too. He's my soulmate. He was milk melting them. them down for gelatin. <laughs> he only needed their hooves, yes, but he was yes. incinerating their whole body. He, yes. he was insistent that he'd find a for the rest of it. <laughs> One hump, two hump, I don't care. That's exactly he, what happened. He was sticking giant lead pipes in their humps to drain their water, <laughs> right. and then he was melting down the rest of them. He was While inspired by his hatred of the from the Marlboro Man. <laughs> the he fuck did. joke camel. So, yeah. He was milking them. Milking them. Okay. Yep, milking them. That's bizarre. Do they have udders, or yes. was he just giving them the um, old H.J.? Uh, so this is what, oh yeah was it so here's the thing this was what part of the flirty thing because they're like talking about like you know the teat <laughs> all this stuff. sure the what now <laughs> the teat got it oh, no. but uh and you know this this milking action is very phallic and sexual in nature I feel like but uh hmm. basically uh. He told me about the properties of it, which is that it really helps people with type 1 and type 2 diabetes. It's Camel not a, milk? Yes. It's not an insulin replacement, but it really helps, um, has insulin type effects hmm. um, for it. And hmm. and I was like, well, how does it taste? He's like, oh, like the best hmm. milk you've ever had. Really? And he said he grew up in the Midwest and has had milk uh, all his minute. life. So when he said that, was he like doing the flirtiness where he's like, the best milk you've ever had. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, it was a whole flirt fest the whole time. I think we were just pew, 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 back and forth. But uh, but yeah, and then I did my research, and it is expensive as hell. Camel milk? Yes. Mm. Because, okay, because of their gestation period, they don't. Mm. They have very long ones. And so obviously you can only milk during the time that they have babies. Ooh. Mama, yeah, it is. How much? What? Very, how much did it say? Uh, so camel milk powder is a hundred plus. Mm. For what? For the powdered how, milk. How much? Yeah, I know, but yeah. like a pound. Oh, We're talking much? a gram. Yeah. <laughs> right. So this is from allnaturalcamelmilk.com. <laughs> of course it is. Of course. So this is uh, just about seventeen ounces. <laughs> Dry weight. Jesus. Oh right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm. it's great milk. It's the best over you've ever pound, tasted. Though. How much how much of a of over a little over a pound of dry milk? How much does that make oh, for how much liquid? Does equate? Yeah. yeah. Versus um, like how much do you need to like be like an insulin supplement? Oh well, oh. I don't think it I don't think anybody would ever replace it mm. at insulin but it helps so we're not buying chad heft a camel no no okay. we are not no. and each, buying chadwick a camel so no. each um each packet in this uh 135 dollar box <laughs> is so each packet is 20 grams and each packet makes an eight ounce drink mm. so 17 servings yeah, give you give you an idea of that. So that's fucking expensive as hell. Yeah, uh, just right up there with insulin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I guess we're all buying camels, and then we're making a profit off them. Isn't it fucked yeah, so up that insulin was discovered by like these Canadian 
scientists and it was supposed to be oh my like gosh, yes. like 10 bucks uh it was like originally designed as being like ten dollars a, and I'm gonna show my ignorance here, like yeah. a, a serving or what. Right. However much people generally will use, right. and then it got fucking just taken over, and now it's. Right. I thought it was uh, supposed to be like a dollar, and or then maybe they, that's and what then it was. was open and free. Well, they, they sold it get... for a one dollar. Oh, they sold it for one dollar. That's right. <laughs> they sold the rights. Well, they should have just retained it, mm-hmm. and then just you know kept like the. Well, they didn't it. know. They didn't know that people yeah, exactly. were going to be scumbags. Exactly. And people are always scumbags. I know. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't they know this? But you know what's exciting so is we're all is eventually we'll all die. Right. <laughs> well, <what> they, <laughs> we don't have to live on this planet for very long. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going like three more years. Then yeah. See you later. Yeah. Uh, eventually, we'll all just be dust. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they they would be the type of people to also think that the Jonas Brothers was an underdog story. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they were Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, d- oh. Do you guys know the story of, like, McDonald's? Of, like, Ray Crocker? Oh, and- I thought you meant, like, the, the farmer Old McDonald's. Old, no. No, no, not Old McDonald. <laughs> but, uh, like, Ray Crocker yeah. taking over McDonald's from the McDonald Brothers. I watched that movie, oh. The Founder. You did? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing where they kind of had like this thing going and they really wanted to keep it like a certain way. Right. And then third party comes in and kind of just like takes it over uh, and yeah. does stuff behind closed doors and behind their backs. Yep. Stuff. Fucks them over. You yep. know, green, Royally. Uh, pink slime. <laughs> what? Yeah. The chicken nuggets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what were you going to say though? Oh, yeah, I forgot too. I was like, there was something I was going to, oh, I was going to say, that is a friendly Canadians, not a, not actually a thing. The most, the most racist people that I've actually met have been two Canadians <laughs> it, and rude and mean. And I'm like, but which province did they come from? Uh, one from, I think, now you're being whatever's a above <laughs> from uh, Idaho, whatever's the, above the us stupid in there. And the other one, Toronto. Mm. Well, the one well, from right shocking. above Idaho makes sense because it's yeah. pretty much Idaho. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. There's probably a lot of right. crossover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto guy. I don't know. I don't know about that Toronto guy. What is his problem? He's a comic. I don't know. He's oh. Like, oh. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. I see. He thought he was going to be edgy and he was like, I thought Americans like edgy stuff. And it was like, no. Uh, he's American. Yeah. So it's not necessarily Canadians. It's right. the fact that that guy was just a fuck face. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, th- I thought I thought you guys were ready for some edgy stuff. Yeah, exactly. Some edgy material. Here's the thing: <laughs> I'm still naive about this whole like comic people. <laughs> I still have like the best intentions of like we're all gonna be friends and it's gonna be no. fun. And then I meet these not no. nice people, dick bags. A bunch of but, chodes, a but lot that, of chodes. But I mean, that's any scene. Oh yeah, that's for any, sure. Anything. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, and I just. Uh, I, I thought it was very fun because I went into a punk concert on Friday at the Olympic and there were a bunch of punk bands and Who I was, was like playing? Uh, a lot of punk bands. Cool. Right on. Nude right. Oil. Sorry, don't want to put you on the spot. Nude, nude oil. Was it uh, nude oil? Dogs in the fight? Dogs in the fight. Yeah. Love dogs in the fight. Yeah, so I actually 
that's how I got in for free on the list was because of Dogs in the Fight. So I was Ooh, with someone. who do you who do you know in Dogs in the Fight? Uh, I know the merch guy. <laughs> oh, okay. I know two of the dogs. Yeah, the merch guy. I know one of the dogs. But now I know all two of the dogs. I actually know all the dogs now. We hung out at Mulligan's. And and one DMX of them, is impressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one of them was asking me. He's like, I know some semi decent guys, and I was like, uh, No, no, uh, I already know. Creative people, two creative people are not not good mm. for each other. I learned my lesson already. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, mm. no, <laughs> no. I just no. Oh. so I yeah. I think so. There are uh, some creative people that it just depends on what the uh, it yeah, just cre- depends know. on what the uh, um, avenue is. You right. know what their output is. Right. I think for sure. Sometimes I feel like if it's just a little bit different. Yeah. But kind of on the same spectrum yeah it can can work out well there's always exceptions but i realize that i'm never going to be that exception (laughs) of the person so again i'm just looking for my camel milker aren't we all (laughs) (laughs) same here oh yeah i've gone months and months and you know without camel milk (laughs) (laughs) without milking the old camel insert sexual joke here Uh, (laughs) we really got off topic but what what that's what this whole show is about i know (laughs) Uh, i do want to try some camel milk now i I do truthfully want to try it does whole Um, foods have it um i don't i don't know this is from like uh a website a manufacturer of sorts it would seem so you can get it from Amazon. <laughs> it's like cold? Um, yeah. Huh. Oh, shit. Well, how this much is, is that? Th- so this is a six-pack of camel milk kefir, and it's $120. Kefir? <laughs> Where'd it come from? Oh. Kefir. It's, get kefired. Um, and it's a six-pack. So that means it's got a probiotic for your tummy. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do, I do kind of want to try it. Um, oh, you said I thought you said keister. No, keister. No. <laughs> Actually, in order to get camel milk, you have to go to the border and you have right. to keister it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's highly sought after. Yeah, on the black yeah. market. Yeah, you got to keister it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, suppository is the only, yeah. the only way to yeah. take camel milk yeah. is key for Sutherland. You have, to, you, have to, you have to butt chug camel milk. That's the, only, <laughs> that's the only thing you can do. All right, get in the sex swing. <laughs> get the beer bong. Right. Yep. Let's keister this camel milk. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best milk you'll ever keister. Oh yeah, the only milk you'll ever keister, <laughs> probably. Um. All right. Well, we got to wrap this shit up. Yeah. Um, any closing? Any closing thoughts about Taylor Swift? Jessica, I I feel bad that you came here to talk Taylor mm-hmm. Swift, and we got. I feel like we totally... we we talked a little bit about Taylor Swift, but it wasn't like we dedicated the whole time to her. I'm, I'm not as mad as if I would have showed up for a Harry Potter discussion. Okay. Uh, for yeah. us to veer wildly, of okay. course. <laughs> we can we can do we can do uh, we can do Harry Potter talk another time. But but um, you don't like Harry Potter. <laughs> no, but I I, I I know of Harry Potter. Right. And I know uh, there's a lot of controversy surrounding J.K. Oh, Rowling. Yeah. Oh God, so, that's a nightmare. Yeah. So if you, ever, if you ever want to talk about that as a right. we could we could do that yeah. as a fan of Harry Potter. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, oh, I like that. 
I just want to analyze all pop culture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's just go into the thinking behind it. But we already knew that we like to analyze yeah, things. Overanalyze yeah, overanalyze Yes, of yes course. overanalyze <laughs> things, yes. <laughs> uh, so do you have any closing any closing thoughts? If you, if there's one thing you want people to know about your Taylor Swiftness, people just need to lay off. Mm-hmm. Like, she's fine. She's fine. Leave just, Taylor alone. If you don't <laughs> like her, don't listen to her. Right. It's yeah. easy. It's. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be super controversial here. It's the same way with Nickelback. Yeah. If you yeah. don't like Nickelback, don't listen Who to Nickelback. Cares? Yeah. They <laughs> are literally the same as every other pop boy band they're no different than yeah. fucking like imagine dragons exactly no different than um, 98 degrees yeah <laughs> yes oh, yeah absolutely. deny their visas burn them to the ground egg their houses you know. <laughs> <laughs> all of them yeah um right on Just, anything else no okay i'm i'm no leave taylor alone leave her alone she's uh, she's okay she's 30 what do you expect exactly like <laughs> She's grown up in the spotlight. She's grown up as a celebrity where she can do no wrong. It's at a certain point, it is kind of tough to criticize her for the environment that she has been brought up. Right. You know, a a little bit. Not that it's a free pass. Right. But it is. But she is trying to grow up and no one will let her. Right. For sure. Absolutely. Um, I um, I could go off on a whole thing about how I have sympathy for Justin Bieber, but Uh. (laughs) I won't. Uh, we all make mistakes. She just does it publicly and then yeah. right. about it. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Aaron? Aaron any, Riley? Any final thoughts? Yeah. About it doesn't have anything? to be a t- about anything. Yeah. Oh, it was just a pleasure to do this. I was feeling <laughs> real sad at work. And, uh, and this lifted my spirit. So I'm excited. Right on. <laughs> cool. Right on. Thanks. Great. What about you, Mr. Mr. Connolly? Cody Connolly? Uh, you, uh, about anything? Yeah, <laughs> geometry's hard. I tried that. <laughs> tried that shit in high school. I definitely didn't try it the other day when I was offered DMT. <laughs> That'd have been weird. This, um, this podcast has run the gamut. We started off in such a great place with you yeah. refusing DMT in Portland, yeah. and now oh. here we are. What a no. what a great podcast! I'll put it this way: if you want some, if you want some uh, arguably better music to listen to, check out Full Metal Brewer Radio, where I play independent death yeah. metal, grindcore, uh, extreme punk, power violence, fucking anything that's heavy, anything under the sun from independent bands from all around the world. Uh, do you know the check band? Do you know out. the band Zombie Apocalypse? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. All right. Right on. <laughs> Do you through, know Zombie through, yes. through Koji. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah, dude. I do not. Yeah, That's funny. I do not know them, but I have done D- DMT and didn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> until, until just this year when someone brought it up on stage and I was like, what's that? And someone described it to me and I was like, oh my God, I did that. <laughs> the guy made it in his kitchen. And that's like when my mom used to like sneak veggies into my fucking <laughs> food. She'd be like, here's this milkshake and it's like, you know, full of kale. <laughs> like, ah! Oh, the um, we learn. Right on. Well, uh, th- thanks you, thanks you alls. <laughs> thanks you. <laughs> thanks you alls for coming in and being on the podcast. Cody, thanks. Jessica, thanks for coming by. It was nice to have uh, a new person right. in here. Am I the only non-comedian? By the way, that I've had. Yeah. No. Well, no, I mean like in general today, both of these ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, today, yes, everybody in here has at least dabbled with comedy. Right. Uh, but 
Uh, I've sworn off of comedians completely. Right. Good for you. Good. That's <laughs> such a good decision. We're a terrible bunch. We all yeah. hate ourselves. Except I gave that five years and I'm done. Right. Except for, for female <laughs> comics are totally fine. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, check out the other shows on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Uh, listen, uh, rate, subscribe on all the platforms, whichever one you use, iTunes, Stitcher, all the fucking, all the jams, you know? Um, or you can go to our website at www.ease-drop.com. And uh, thanks for listening. Or jizz.biz, you fucking jive turkey. <laughs> <laughs>